Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So for the third time in a very short period of time, the Conservative Party of Canada is engaged in a leadership race. And joining us on the program is Jean Charest, the former federal progressive Conservative Party leader, also the former Premier of Quebec, who is now contesting the leadership of the Conservative Party of Canada. It's been a long time since we've spoken to each other. Mr. Charest, how are you and why are you back in the federal political arena? I'm doing very well, and I'm back because of my passion for Canada and the common thread of my whole career, as you know, Roy, in the times that we've chatted, uh, whether the 95 referendum or going on to lead the Federalist Coalition in Quebec to fight against the separatists. And what I see now is a country that is badly divided, balkanized. And that, honestly, uh, hangs on Mr. Trudeau. That's his, his responsibility and a conservative party that needs to get itself organized to be the national alternative that's going to connect the East and the West and, and be the uh, the national party that uh, is there for Canadians and a real conservative alternative. That's, that's the reason why I'm running. Yeah, let me look at a couple of things that you've tweeted about. Uh, your quote is, I've built pipelines, I'll build them again. So the question, I, I'm in approval, I certainly support that, but how? Regulatory structure is not supportive. You'll encounter protests, maybe another national rail disruption. You have to deal with Bill C-48 and 69, a non-supportive premier and government of British Columbia, and a non-supportive premier and government of your home province of Quebec. So how do you build the pipelines? Well, I did it in Quebec. I did it because I, I was out there, first of all, supporting it. You know, one of the unusual things, Roy, about the recent pipeline project is that the never, prime minister never got up and say, I support the project. And I can tell you from experience, projects of this nature do not get done. If the prime minister doesn't say, this is a good idea and we should do it, just saying we should do an environmental assessment won't do it. And in, in the case of Energy East, I was favorable to the project when I was premier. When I was out of office, I worked for TransCanada. What I had proposed is that the Quebec Pension Fund, like as a depot, buy part of the project. But uh, neither TransCanada or the government of the day went along with that. Had they done that, had they taken that approach, that's the kind of thing or experience that, you know, that I bring to the table that would have allowed, I think, the project to go through. So I'm not going to pick and choose the project. That's not my job. But if projects do appear on the radar screen, I will speak to them, and I'll make sure that uh, the people know the government of Canada wants to get it done. And we'll amend and we'll change the laws to adapt them. I mean, this Environmental Assessment Act needs to be adapted to have predictability and have uh, an approach that is uh, able to approve projects as opposed to just throwing up roadblocks that uh, they never get done. Okay, so you'll change the legislation that needs to be changed. What would you do about the carbon tax? Well, we need a comprehensive approach to climate. And by the way, we'll be announcing our policy next week. And that includes supporting carbon capture and storage, hydrogen, green or blue, or biofuels and small modular reactors. I'm very favorable to uh, the whole nuclear industry. I think that's absolutely essential to get to 2050. I am favorable 
to a putting a price on carbon. And uh, we need to do it in a way that's smart, not discriminate against rural uh, Canadians and not make it a wealth uh, transfer tax, make it simple and flexible. For example, I would not have increased the carbon tax on the 1st of April, not with this surge of inflation. So we'll be coming out with a policy next week, and it'll be very comprehensive. But we need to be smart about this, uh, Roy. If we're not, conservatives are not going to get elected. I mean, it's that simple. We just can't. We're no, we knock on doors. If we don't have a credible, workable approach, uh, we're, we're not in the game. And I, we've done it before. I mean, it pains me to see the conservatives not be credible on this. When we did the Montreal Protocol on CFC, the most successful environmental protocol in the world, we did the Clean Air Act for the United States in 1990 to reduce SO2 emissions, what we call acid rain, and and one of the most successful protocols or treaties again in the world. And yet, and yet uh, today it's as though uh, we're nowhere on this issue. When in fact we should you, be. You'll have an array of opposition up against you, as you know. So when you say you would adjust the legislation, change the legislation as required. When it comes to pipelines, that is what people want to hear. Let me ask you about health care. So we had the president of the... And and let's keep in mind that we just heard this earlier today. The Canadians are really struggling with the whole idea of inflation and uh, the cost, increased cost. 57% of Canadians told MNP that they have concerns. They may not be able to meet their bill payments at the end of the month. That's 57%. 40% are concerned about bankruptcy if interest rates climb and if, if, if inflation continues. So I want you to talk about that. But please as well, this is important. We only have limited time. One of the points that you make most strenuously and most directly in your campaign for the leadership of the Conservative Party is your health care plan. We've had the Canadian Medical Association and the nurses unions tell us just a few weeks ago it's in crisis. What do you change? What are the fundamentals? I changed the Canada Health Act and they allow the provinces to innovate, experiment, introduce under a single payer, Roy. I want to be very clear. We're not, we're not talking about people putting their hand in their pocket when they go to the uh, hospital or a clinic, but innovate to allow the private sector to work with government, make uh, arrangements, make uh, develop models to deliver health care more efficiently, more rapidly, and control costs. I'll give you an example. We could very well have in Ontario a hip and knee replacement clinic. They could do a 1,000 cases a year under a set price. They could do the diagnostic, the operation, post-operation rehab, and be more efficient, more cost uh, cost control, and free up beds in hospitals for he- cases that are more complicated. That's the kind of thing we need to change. Our healthcare system is broken, and the people who work in it are real heroes, but it is broken. Now is the time has come for us to change the Canada Health Act, which always was viewed as a sacred cow, and I would do that. And you, and you uh, stewarded it to your satisfaction in the province of Quebec while you were premier for nine months. Yeah, nine years, not nine months, nine, nine years. Nine years, well, we made a nine lot of years. changes. Very, very yeah. Nine years, it was very tough to, to, to deal with it. And, of course, the outcomes are mixed because you're, you know, you're on a treadmill uh, running. But we had some very successful changes in healthcare in Quebec uh, in the way we managed it. And, uh, and, and as the way we managed the finances of the province. You know, the credit rating in Quebec, Roy, is higher than Ontario. And when the, the Legault government came in, they, they inherited that $8 billion, $8 billion surplus. You're not going to see that in your lifetime again. But that no. speaks to the fact that for 15 years, there was a very strong rigor in fiscal conservatism. And that's, that's the kind of track record you need for an adult in the room. 
Mr. Jarry, I wish we had more questions than, than, than time, but I have to ask you this. We'll be speaking with Mr. Polyev tomorrow. You don't want wedge politics and attack ads, you no. say. Don't you think it's too late? It's happening. And, and how do you think your campaign is faring compared to that of Mr. Polyev? Well, you know, Mr. Polyev is very much on that American style of wedge and hot button. That's his business. He can do that. What I know is the Canadians want a Canadian political party. Not American-style politics. The Americans may survive that. Maybe they have, may be resilient enough to do that. But take this into consideration, Roy. The nature of our culture, our country, and who we are, this type of politics where you pit one group against the other would be devastating for Canada. And uh, that's not me. I believe in Canada. I believe in Canadian politics and the way we practice politics. And that, that's what I stand for. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.